Welcome, everybody, to the EM Over Easy podcast. My name's Andy Little, and it is August of 2017. After taking an awesome July off, where a couple of our wives had babies, a couple of us graduated from residency, and we went on some epic vacations, we are back at it with some great content coming up over the next few months. Before we get you over to the episode with the one and only KK Moody, we want to remind everybody to hop on over to your social media pages, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and head on over to the blog, emovereasy.com, and subscribe so every time we post an episode, it goes directly to your inbox. Also, don't forget to comment about this episode and others on our blog or on social media. Until next time, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the EM Over Easy podcast. Drew, Tanner, and Andy here with a good guest today. Joined by the founder slash mother of EM Docs, KK Moody. Uh, drove all the way from Chicago to come be with us. Um, by way of Tennessee and Indianapolis. Yes. yes. Here, here, in, here in Columbus, Ohio at DK Diner. Glad to have her. Absolutely. I'm pretty excited. This is an afternoon podcast for us. We're usually morning podcast people. It's You're true. wearing your EM Docs shirt, which I was just looking at buying today. <laughs> I saw I saw the link. I found it. So I was excited about it. I was very excited about the just the design of it because it reminds me of superheroes. And I love superheroes. It is sur- superheroes. That's the whole idea. You guys are all superheroes. I actually saw on the uh, Facebook uh, page today, I was looking at it this morning while I was getting uh, prepped for this podcast, and I saw there's, there's an awesome picture of a mom, and I think it was her son, and she's wearing the EM Docs superhero shirt, just like you are, and it was a little post about how her, her son thought of her as a superhero, and I forget which superhero it was, but it, it made me chuckle, made it's me like think perfect. of the whole thing, and, yeah. and we uh, we have a little superhero thing at the end, I'm not going to ruin it now, uh, so we're not going to go there, but... Okay. Uh, it was it was a really cool post and from a really cool site. So what? How did you come up with EM Docs? Well, so I was just trying to figure out a way that I could get us all together so that we could all make a difference. I looked at different ways, you know. When I as I was going through residency, I started to see things in medicine that were kind of wrong with medicine, and I thought, gosh, how can I figure out how to help this get better? And I looked into all different kinds of ways. I thought, well, I'm just going to go to leadership and advocacy, and I'm going to go advocate with policymakers. And, and I've been doing that for about seven years. And, and I feel like we're sort of chipping away, and we're making a little bit of a difference. But then I felt like we weren't making a fast enough difference. I'm an ER doctor, so I want things to happen right now. I want to have results today. Right. right I called now. the consult let's five minutes it. ago. Why weren't you here ten minutes ago? Yes. Right? Yes. Let's fix it. Let's fix it. So it wasn't going fast enough for me. So I thought, fine, I'll just run for office myself. So I sort of explored that. I went to the AMA campaign school and candidates workshop. and But then when I came away from that, I thought, I don't think this is how I'm going to make a difference because it, I really, it was really more about how to raise funds to be able to get reelected. And it was all about getting reelected. And I just didn't feel like, when does the making a difference part kind of come in? So then I thought, well, okay, maybe that's not it either. So I started really trying to rack my brain to figure out how can I really make a difference and I can't make a difference by myself. So I put this together and started adding my colleagues and we started talking to each other and started talking about challenges of our jobs and joys of our jobs and and there's so many great amazing things that happen in our jobs every day and so many challenges that are kind of ridiculous things that need to be changed and so the more people that come on to our forum and start talking about these things we start to realize that it's not an isolated challenge it's not just in my ed that these things are happening 
and I won't start listing things because everybody will, <laughs> you'll all be like, oh my God, yes, that drives me crazy. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's what we talk about on the forum is that the ridiculous things, the unexpected, real, unrealistic expectations that come from all directions, from the patients and from the family members and from the from JCO and from our administrators and from the policymakers and from the payers, the insurance companies. I mean, there's just unrealistic expectations coming from all directions. And I think ER doctors are functioning at the highest level imaginable despite all of these unrealistic expectations. I don't think we're burned out. I think we're frustrated. Sure. I think burnout is kind of like not the right term at all. It's like a taboo phrase to use now. Yeah. We don't need to go there. Yeah, because we're not. I mean, we're we're that kind of blames the person who is functioning highly despite all of the challenges. So anyway, I put it together, and lots of people started joining, and lots of people started talking about um, their joys and challenges, and that's kind of where we are. So just to make sure I have this right, this started as just you inviting some of your colleagues. Yes. And then it expanded from there into the craziest that it is now? It exploded. That's unbelievable. So I know. It's <laughs> almost almost 13,000 people right now. Yeah. 13,000 emergency medicine physicians are yeah. on this one group communicating amongst each other. And it started because you just asked a bunch of your coworkers to join. Yes, because I think we are starving for this communication. Mm-hmm. I think we're tired of being isolated and tired of just bouncing the ideas into our, you know empty rooms and empty heads and I think we needed to hear it from each other to normalize our experience to realize that we're not alone I believe it I mean it's amazing you can just see the way that people like and comment on this forum of just either whether it's venting or saying hey guys look at what happened or what do you think it's incredible there's something really interesting Uh, another podcast uh, not that just came out uh, yesterday so today's May 2nd you can you can infer which podcast came out on May 1st very long one there's a segment on it that was talking about uh, it was before that it was one of their other segments talking about um, it's actually suicide in emergency medicine depression in emergency medicine but one of the things they talked about was when you finish residency you lose that sense of community Mm-hmm. No longer do you have a room of 10, 20, 30, 40 people that are doing what you're doing every day. And when you have that really cool case, you literally just turn to the person next to you. Or the next day at conference, you yep. have the chance to be like, hey, I did this really cool thing. And, and you have that support network. And then you go out to practice on your own. And if you're in an individual shop or you're on a <clears> pod <throat> away from somebody else, you only yeah. dock on your pod, you do something really cool. And you turn around and you high five. Oh, wait, yeah, a brick yeah. wall. Wait, you know, like high-five yourself. You're air high-fiving yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> one of the cool things about EM Docs, I think, is that you've created that community again online, and, and you see all the time people posting this really cool patient they saw. And sometimes it's because they don't know where to go next. Sometimes it's because they just wanted to tell somebody else mm-hmm. what they just did and how excited they are about what even they just did. Even if it's 4 in the morning. Right, and the amount of support, even at 4 in the morning, that yeah. comes out on that on the web page, on the Facebook page, is absolutely incredible. Yeah. Could you have ever imagined this when you started it? Oh, my God, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It just, in the beginning, people were adding their colleagues, and it was, I didn't have quite the crank down on the verification process yet, because I was, it was a small, a small enough group that I was able to know most of the people on it, and I knew that they would honor what I, what the mission was, and to make sure that it was only emergency medicine physicians, but as it grew and grew and grew, unfortunately it made more work for me, I had to close it where 
nobody gets through the gate unless I can verify that they're a physician, sure. an emergency medicine physician. And so now I'm kind of on it 24-7 verifying people in <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the waiting room. You know, just recently I, I had my oral boards and I, I couldn't look at it for a while because I obviously needed to think about something else. And the waiting room packed up. So I call it the waiting room. It's just <laughs> the waiting room. <laughs> so you know, I get a little stressed out when the waiting room is packed. But yeah, we had like 398 people. So fortunately, there's a, I have a few trusted friends that will, when it starts to build up, they'll help me out. And so I'm like, listen, guys, I can't do this. I got, I got my boards. Can you please? And so I put them on as moderators. And then they, they've been going through. And the, about 150 people they've been able to verify in the last two days. I'm just envisioning the uh, EM docs administrators coming down and be like, um, no, no, have no, you no, looked no. at the uh, the waiting room? Uh, we need to start uh, <laughs> no, the tracker. The, the door to start, dispose start moving some, some people Our through. metrics are being tanked yeah, right now. The, the door to acceptance yeah, time is yeah. too high. We need to we need to address this. If somebody starts it, that's why I'm the only administrator. <laughs> you know if anybody starts that BS, I'm out of the group. I'm sorry. You guys are on your own. Done. I am not going to be in a group if somebody's yeah. doing metrics on us. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. Well, I can tell as, as, a, as a new attending, it's been, there's been nights where I've come home from work and there's just been had a bad day mm. just get on it it's, it's reassuring that other people aren't going through the same kind of stuff that we are yeah I mean some of the really biggest supports I, I saw early on was was when somebody put in something about I had I coded a kid today I lost a kid and my goodness this was not even middle of the day I mean this was at an odd hour and there hundreds hundreds and hundreds and it's almost like it's taking it to a point where all of this time we have all felt like we have to be rocks rock solid and yes we are and when this happens and when we have a pediatric code yes we still pick up the next chart and we walk into the next room and we pretend like nothing just happened while we're sort of processing this or burying it or whatever we do but now on EM Docs, at least when your shift is over, when you sort of take a breath and exhale, you can at least have somewhere to turn where you're talking to other people who just had that two days ago or a week ago or a month ago or two years ago, and it still haunts them. And so it's really a nice way that we can sort of normalize the fact that we are human and our humanity is starting to be acceptable now amongst our groups so that... Yes, we do have to still be tough as nails. We still have to walk into that next room. There's no way about it. That's yeah. what we signed up for. But at least now we have a place where we can go, where we can say, man, that, that sucked. There's yeah. no better way to say it. That sucked. And then other people go, God, there's no words. But yeah, been there and it did and it does. Do something nice for yourself. I think that's, I've done a lot of stuff with wellness in the past probably year, year and a half. And the the biggest thing I've taken away is that this just needs to turn into an open conversation. I mean, everyone's got their own different needs and ideas of what wellness is, but in the grand scheme of things, just being able to talk about it or be open about whether it's mistakes or bad cases or you just need a hug sometimes. And that is so huge for us in our specialty where we are constantly being put into high-stress, very difficult situations. Yeah, and I think it's... it's on our own terms and in our own time. Someone was interviewing me the other day about, an, she was doing this article, and, and she's a, I don't know, a clinical psychologist or something, and she said, why is it that EM Docs works, and when we put programs in place in hospitals, they don't work? Mm-hmm. I said, because it's someone else structuring how you heal, and it's someone else who's not in the arena that's trying to make it happen. Just like Roosevelt's, you know, man the arena, it's, if you haven't 
read it or heard it, it's fantastic. Sure. You know, it's like if you're not in the arena, please don't give me feedback. I don't want to hear it because yeah. I want the people that are in the arena to give me feedback because those are the people that are walking in my shoes that get it. Right. Wow. So the fact that EM Docs, number one, everyone who is helping you is in the arena. Clearly, they are by what they say. The second thing is, it's on your own time. So it's not like a scheduled thing. Okay, I have to go to a meeting. I have to get certain clothes on. I have to drive my car and find parking and go to this event. No, nobody's going to do that because we're busy. When we're off, we need to sleep. We need to recover. We need to go hike a mountain and walk in the woods and sit by the creek and pet our dog and be with our family. We need to do those things that renew our soul. But... EM Docs is a way that we can reach out to our colleagues unscheduled at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, 2 in the morning, whatever, or 5 in the afternoon. It doesn't matter what time it is. There's going to be thousands of people right there ready to help you. And I think that's why it works better because it's on our own terms. And it it is a great mix of being anonymous without being anonymous, if that makes sense. So you see somebody's name. And maybe if you look at their profile, you can see where they live. Yeah. But you don't know anything else about them other than they're an emergency medicine physician. And that's all that matters. So there's no preconceived notion. There's no judgment to be had as far as the person themselves because you don't know who they are. You haven't worked with them in a hospital. You're that guy from, you you gave me that bad consult or, you know, you took care of that person in this way, which I never would have done. All you know is you're another person that's just trying their hardest on on the grind that we all do. And it's very human, which is really special. And then at the same time, you get these people at 3 o'clock in the morning with cases, too. And the amount of outpouring of support for, hey, maybe this, have you thought about that, is pretty incredible, too, and how it just switches. I think it helps patients to be safer. I mean, it's a big deal. I'm constantly saying, please be HIPAA compliant. Please be HIPAA compliant. And that is honestly my biggest worry. Um, I, I want to make sure that patients have their privacy, but I also think that having 12,000 heads put together. If I were a patient, I would love that. <laughs> if, yeah. if all these other doctors yeah. said, well, you know, I know you've looked at XYZ, XYZ, but did you think about this? And here's this article. And did you yeah. think about that? And don't forget the dose of this is that. And remember, you can help your patients with this and that. I mean, really, <clears throat> I, think, I think a lot of times patients are getting better care because it's almost like an extension of our residency in a way. Because there's all different levels of training on there. It's not just for old docs, not just for new docs. Yeah, and nobody's going to just take somebody's advice on there and and go do it to a patient. I mean, of course, they're going to, if they have any question, they're going to look it up. But there's a lot of things that are, knowledge translation is happening faster now because when something new comes out, before we would, you know, read annals or... You know, it, there's like this big delay in getting new research published, and now it's kind of like somebody will say, "Oh, wow, I used nebulized lidocaine for a headache, and it worked." Ooh, I'm gonna try that on my next headache. Ooh, I tried it; it works. Oh my god, I tried it too. I tried it too. I tried it too. And before you know it, you've got almost like case reports of yeah. thousands of people using nebulized lidocaine for headaches, and and you kind of know generally how many are working. So they're not officially case reports, but at least they're kind of people saying, this worked for me. Are there any next steps for EM Docs? Anything that you envision for the future? Oh, goodness. I realize that 
there's only so much we can say in writing. Mm-hmm. And so my next step, I've already sort of taken the next step towards the next step. <laughs> we, we just got deep quickly. I'm confused. This is the inception, inception of next step. Yes. <laughs> no, so I'm opening a place for us, a physical space for us. I mean, we've got our doctors, our virtual doctor's lounge, and we're going to continue that. But, but there's still limitations on what you can say because of HIPAA and because maybe your boss is on there or your boss's boss or your next boss or your boss 10 years from True. now or someday the guy that you're going to be his boss. You don't want him searching your name in 10 years when you're the director yeah. and this new person who's not even in med school yet looks you up and goes, <laughs> Look what he said as an intern. I could never work for that guy. Imagine. He's such a jerk, which he's is what most so people rude. say about him. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. yeah. So. I'll bet you want the jerk. He'll never <laughs> work for you. Both. No, either. Yes. Yes. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. So, <clears throat> the thought is there's, since there are still limitations to what we can say in writing, I'm going to buy a place. I've got my eye on this 180 acre place, and I'm going to build a CME building. Um, I'm going to have a yoga studio on the top of it. I'm going to have uh, cabins along the creek. And we're not going to go sit in a fancy hotel for CME anymore. Yeah. We're going to go hiking. It's going to be a CMA, CME hiking spa, right? So you just <laughs> you show up. Tanner's over here. Sign us up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, guys, you guys can come and lecture, right? So, Absolutely. We'll figure out, you know, some people can do the, the CME stuff. There's lots of smart people that know how to get how to, CME. How to handle that, and, yeah. Yeah, how to handle that. And we'll we'll walk up the mountain together and talk about CHF. And yeah. then we'll slide down the zip line to get back down to the <laughs> yoga studio. I love it. <laughs> That's cool. So it's a place where we can get come face-to-face. I mean, just recently I met a bunch of people that were on EM Docs. Well, I mean, the three of you sitting at this table yeah. are three yeah. EM Docs. we got to do a selfie later, by the way, and okay. put it on. Absolutely. That's right. We're cool with that. <laughs> But I had breakfast with one this morning, and I had breakfast with one yesterday morning. People that were complete strangers to me, but I felt like talking to them that we'd been best friends our whole life. Because we could bring up, oh, remember last week when they said such and such on the Dogs? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they have the same job. They have the same challenges. They have the same conversations in the same circle of 12,000 friends. And it, it just, it's so amazing. I feel like at this point, any one of us on EM Docs could break down on the side of the road and go to, get on EM Docs and say, here I am, who's within 10 miles, somebody come and get me. And somebody would. Like, Probably. who needs AAA? Probably true. <laughs> you Probably true. I'm actually going to cancel AAA now and just no, no, use EM Docs. No, no, no. No, 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 no promises. No, no, no. Nobody's getting money Let's for Let's put this. it to the test. You, you heard it here first. KK Moody said, is... anybody breaks down the side of the road. I'm not coming to get you. I <laughs> I got a full-time job, and this is all free, so no problem. <laughs> well, maybe it's because of your recent travel experiences, but you posted something, I, I think, within the last day or so about how a road trip is so much better than yeah. flying. Yeah, because absolutely. Because you get to meet these people and experience things, and it becomes more of that community setting, which is pretty cool. Absolutely, yeah. So I put a thing out um, yesterday. I said, you know, I canceled my flight because I'm sick of the airlines and how they're treating people. So I lost some money on my ticket, but I drove. From Tennessee to Chicago, and then Chicago to Indianapolis, and then Indianapolis to Ohio, which is where I am, and then a couple of days I'm going back to Tennessee. But along the way, it's been so much fun, because I'll say where I am, and then somebody will come on EM Docs and go, oh, that's my town. You want to meet for, for breakfast? 
or you want to meet for drinks? And for the drinks, awesome. it's always a no. I'm going to bed early. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm only got five kids. But breakfast sounds breakfast. fantastic. I will get up early to meet you for breakfast. It is the most important meal of the day. So, <laughs> so I've gotten two free meals out of it. So who says EM Docs doesn't pay? So beyond EM Docs, you are out there in a couple other ways. You've gotten involved in ASAP. Did. A couple committees. What has that done? Why did you want to become involved in ASAP on the level you have? And what has that done for you in your career? Well, <clears throat> I guess it's a multi-level question. The reason I got involved was for the same reason that I started EM Docs. I want to have an impact on our profession. Um, I got involved as a resident. And the fantastic thing about getting involved as a resident in ASAP was that I I started to meet all of these people that were so influential and they started to help mentor me on ways that I could channel this energy to try to make an impact. And it's just been phenomenal. Um, I think having been also involved in ASEP was part of the reason that EM Docs took off because a lot of the people that are involved in ASEP travel and meet people from other states and so with that network of people then they take it back to their hospitals and then their residents see it and then sort of then it just sort of disseminates like that so as far as my career who knows who knows like you know we've we've all got a job like we've forever you could just close your eyes and circle your finger over the United States map and drop it somewhere and we've got a job so it's not like we need to do any of these things to further our careers because we, we're never going to be without a job. There's more ER jobs than there are ER doctors. So I know you guys are graduating. Yep, right. And so you may not even realize that yet that you are in high demand. My, my the email of, inbox. The amount of recruiters that yes. call me on a weekly basis oh, yeah, has yeah. solidified that. And they've gotten a little yeah. sneaky. So they'll call you from, say, Tennessee, but yeah. they'll use a Delaware number yeah. for a job, say, in California. And you're just yeah. like, what is going on? Stop calling yeah. me. Stop calling me. I have a job. Yeah, exactly. I will, off your list. I will call you, by all means. When I don't have a job, I will call you. Right. I will reach out, please. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the other things that you've been involved in is something that's really important that is starting to kind of come to the forefront, I think, in emergency medicine is the, the FEM in the end, or mm-hmm. the, the female emergency medicine physicians kind of making a name for themselves. Yeah. Tell, us, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so, well, first of all, let me just say that my husband is also an ER doctor. I have three wonderful sons and two daughters, and <clears throat> there's room for all of us. I looked up the definition of chauvinism, and it is truly wanting something just for your gender. And people think of that definition as being a male chauvinist. Well, I guess there are female chauvinists as well, and I never, ever, ever want that to be me. I want to empower all of us, because believe me, there's plenty of room, like we said a moment ago, for all of us. And we have different things to offer. We have many of the same things to offer, but then we also have different things to offer, and those things really augment each other. It's just like at home with my husband and myself. He's the father and I'm the mother, and we are very different parents. And I never want to tell him how to parent, because boy, it's not the way I parent. But I don't want him to tell me that I'm being too sweet either, you know what I mean? So we have to respect each other's ways, because there's no exact right way to be an emergency medicine physician. So I think more than anything, what we have to do as we go forward is to recognize that we're all in this together. And we want the men to support the women, and we want the women to support the men, and and we all support each other, and we'll all be stronger for it. 
That's awesome. Very well put. Very well put. What's one of the best things that's come up of from working with the Feminium group? Um, you know, I was really surprised at some responses that I got. Dr. McManus, the speaker of ASAP, mm-hmm. um, we did a talk together in Tennessee. And just quickly before our talk, it, it was on gender diversity. It was on sure. gender equality and diversity. And I just quickly put out a question on female-only group, um, on the physician moms group. And I asked them to just give me a few quotes that I could use about maybe ways in their practice and in their past where someone had said something that was completely inappropriate and it took them by surprise. And I truly thought that we were over this. I've had a few things happen in in my past, in my career, that I thought were kind of isolated events where people were just not nice people, specifically a person or two who were just not not nice people. But I blew it off because I thought, oh, you know, no big deal. That's just, it was just, I ran into the wrong person. Well, but then I started getting these comments back. The last I counted, it was over a thousand comments about what people had said to them. And it wasn't just the patients. Of course, you know, you get the comments from your patients. Oh, little lady, are you are you a real doctor, little lady? You know, you're the nurse. Bring me the doctor. You know, patients will say things and whatever. We can't, we can't control that. That's a cultural shift that will happen 10 years from now, 20 years from now. It won't be a thing. But the surprising thing was that there were some comments that were made by male colleagues that are educated young, our generation, people that you wouldn't expect to say those things. Wow. And there were hundreds, 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 hundreds of these. And I was like, oh, well, wow, I I guess this is a thing. I, I didn't realize that. And so I, I think from this, we just, we just need to do some kind of qualitative research. Because if we don't know, we don't know, right? Because I made assumptions that it wasn't happening. But evidently it is. <laughs> most most times it's not. I mean, I would say I've worked with thousands of male physicians, and there's only been one or two who have been inappropriate. Well, we're glad that you're doing that kind of stuff because it's you, you need you need good people in good spots to start making things happen. And obviously, already talking with you, we, we've been here the whole time, and it's been nonstop laughs and jokes. So, it, it, and and good talk, good conversation. So we had to get really serious when we turned the microphones on. <laughs> Very yeah. serious, serious face. Okay, everybody get serious. But before we close, we do typically ask two questions. Uh-oh. Are they hard questions? No, these are not oral board questions. I, I just did my oral boards. I'm a little gun shy. Please be careful. <laughs> so the first one is uh, we're here at a diner, and we typically do this over breakfast. So if there was a place that KK Moody could go get breakfast right now, oh wow, where would that be? Is there is there a spot that you just think about going to that if if, it, if you're in your hometown where you go, is there a spot that you can does it have to be a restaurant? Because no, I just no. want, not at all. I just want to go to the barn. I just want to sit in the hayloft and smell the hay yeah. and the leather <laughs> and the horses and just have the cats jump in my lap and hear the roosters crow. That's where I want to be. Nice. All right. Do that's they serve good, eggs in the barn? They lay eggs in oh, the they, barn. They lay eggs. That's where you get the eggs. <laughs> that's that's the fresh eggs. You're and then I go up to the house and I cook them. Yeah, nice. Wow. Good. Good answer. Good. And the second one actually goes with the superhero. We talked about superheroes earlier. Um, the EM Docs logo is a superhero logo, which I love. Um, but each of us identify with the superhero. And so if there was a superhero that KK Moody identifies with, or maybe I, maybe does identify with their favorite 
kind of it's kind of morphed over over the time of asking just so you can have a perspective. So Drew is taking the. I went. I went very obscure. But obscure. It's obscure. Enough. Obscure. Yeah. Uh, Splinter from Ninja Turtles. I don't know if you know Splinter. That's okay. Don't. That's worry all right. It. You don't have to. It's fine. He went with Thor. I'm gonna go Thor. cry now. <laughs> Despite recent issues with with my my super pick, I still pick Thor. To, I will Thor. stand by my. Issue. Thor's awesome. Yeah. And and mine is the Flash. Okay. So that's kind of where we're sitting. Gosh, that's really hard. Again, can I qualify it and, and maybe not be a, a well-known superhero? Perfect. Totally fine. Yeah, because so many people know Splinter, right? I mean, we're good here. <laughs> it's my husband. Oh. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. Brownie we'll points. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get his number two and send him the link to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Cool. Yeah, that's probably the best answer we've gotten so far. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, On guys. this little this podcast of VM Over Easy. You were doing awesome stuff with EM Docs. I personally can't wait to come to the EM Docs CME retreat whenever yes. that opens up. Absolutely. Yes, I will let you know. I will text you, and it won't be from a recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be from a real number. And hopefully we'll get you back on the show sometime soon and hear about all the great things that you're continuing to do and EM Docs is doing. Thank you. Thank you.